Hi, I am Sarah Noble, your host for the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. For over 25 years, I've been on a spiritual journey, searching, learning, expanding, and growing. I've traveled the world, led by my heart, on a quest to know myself so that I can support others. This podcast was created from my deep desire to help you connect with your intuition and to inspire you to create a life where the impossible becomes possible and you live into your sacred dreams and desires. Thanks for being here and enjoy the show. Hello, my loves. Welcome to the show. So, so good to be here with you. I have lots of fun, exciting things coming up that I wanted to share with you. I am going to be hosting free discussion calls where you can come and bring your questions about intuition and the spiritual journey, and we can join together in community and talk about and answer your questions. I'm also going to be starting a free oracle call where I channel information for the participants. So look in the show notes for information coming up on those. I'll be posting on social media as those things become live. We are also going to be adding video to the podcast. So there will be an audio version like we're used to and then a video version as well. And that will be starting up in August. And also in August, we are launching a new program called Untamed Intuition. And it really is designed to help you go deep with your intuition and your spiritual journey. There will be a self-study option and also a way to participate in live classes with me. So, so many good things coming up. For our show today, Will is here with us and he is looking for guidance on how he can lean more into being rather than doing without losing his motivation and ambition. So this question and reading lead us on a journey where we talk about how getting our safety and security needs met as a child affects your adult decisions, upgrading your nervous system to your present reality, the importance of energetic maintenance and hygiene on your intuitive journey, being the parent your inner child always wanted and needed. Filling your calendar with things that grow your soul rather than things that you think you should do. Living your life in devotion to your purpose and the importance of always choosing joy. So I'll share a little bit about Will and the wonderful work he's doing in the world before we dive into our call. And Will Fisher is best known as the host of the Queerly Beloved podcast and as the founder of his life coaching business, Willfully Living. Currently residing in sunny San Diego, Will offers healing and transformation work through one-on-one -on -one coaching classes and in-person retreats. Prior to his time in San Diego, Will lived on the East Coast where he received his MA in Applied Theater from the City University of New York. His final acts before leaving the coast included serving as the Executive Director of Easton Mountain, an LGBTQ spiritual retreat center, and performing his solo show, Off and On Again a story about his relationship with gender and his drag alter ego, Sylvia London. There are links to Will and his work in the show notes. Please check him out. I had a fabulous time with him. So enjoy our conversation. Namaste. Hi, Will. Welcome to the podcast. How can I help you today? Thank you, Sarah. 
I'm happy to be here. I would love some support in navigating this new space that I've created for myself. So I, I've been in this process that I'm calling clearing the clutter, where I'm quitting things. I'm, I'm resigning from boards. I'm, I'm stopping being a part of things that aren't in 100% alignment. And it's creating more spaciousness in my life. Uh, as I look at my calendar, I have uh, much less of a busy schedule and less structure. So I'm sitting with this question of what do I do now? What do I do in this new spaciousness where I have this intention of stepping out of doing so much and more into being? But how do I do that without letting go of my motivation and my uh, ambition? How do I start finding a better balance of structure and freedom? I mean, any, any support or guidance in the area of how I can navigate this transition in a good way would be really helpful. Yeah, thank you for sharing. As you're talking, the image that you're showing me is of you in a room and the floor has been removed and you're you're kind of scrambling like oh gosh oh gosh my foundation is being rocked i what what do i do there's a lot of lightness in your choices and this desire that you have and yet you're used to this really busy platform to hold you up and i i get a sense that your nervous system is struggling to understand this change. So the way that I see the support, like it's, it's your, you're wanting a new support structure to come in. And I see you being cradled as a little baby. My wonder with that is when you were a young child, how was your family life? How was your nurturing? How did you get your safety and your security needs met? So I, I grew up in a fairly dysfunctional household, a lot of chaos, alcoholism on both my mom and, and father's side and my brother dealing with drug addiction. So I, I don't know what's coming up for me is art. Like I would go to this art class that was really nurturing and other sort of classes that also created that paradigm of busyness, right? I would go from school and then I'd go to these classes and that kind of kept me safe. So the busyness was actually a way for me to be outside of the home and find nurturing, loving support through, you know, extracurricular activities that were generally creative. And so it's interesting because I'm now trying to similarly like let go of all the extracurriculars, which is, you know, as an adult, it's more like serving on boards and things like that. And in a way, I can see how that was a source of nurturing for me in the past. Yeah. So these real basic primal parts of our nervous system, they learn to track outside of ourselves for the danger. Mm -hmm. And then we go through our life it's it's almost like with these antennas that are constantly searching our environment for the danger, the perceived danger that is now. 
right? When you were young, it was a real danger. Now it's more of a perceived danger, but your nervous system hasn't caught up to the truth that you're living inside of today, which is that you are safe. Mm -hmm. And what I have experienced in that place is that we strive to find safety outside of ourselves when what we really are looking for is love inside of ourselves. And we equate safety and love and we get them a little bit tangled up. So as you're stepping into this newer identity, right, this newer choice of I'm letting go of the things I don't love and I'm creating more space for the things that I do and for the truth of you to emerge in a bigger way. It's a beautiful, beautiful step. There's some work to do with your nervous system and having these other parts of you kind of get the memo that it's okay for this step. So do you have practices where there's that real deep love of yourself, where you do not abandon yourself, where you turn towards yourself in all the moments? Mm. I mean, I do have practices, meditation and prayer. But when you ask me that question, what comes up for me is, is nature, you know, feels like a, a good support system for my nervous system and creativity, but, but not creativity in the form of classes and, and, uh, you know, busy body creativity, but in the form of sort of more free flowing creativity, finding opportunities to sing and dance and paint or whatever, um, in my own free space. Yeah. So it's more for you, like a solo journey, as opposed to another, I'm doing something to distract uh, myself. Yep. Yeah. Do you work with energy? Do you have any practices that really help you call your energy back to you? No. Okay. I, I mean, I do Bikram yoga, which I think helps my energy. Sometimes I do some tantric practices with breath, but no, I don't really have a consistent energetic practice. And it's something I've been curious about. Yeah. So that curiosity, right, is your intuition. Mm -hmm. So the invitation is to follow that and see where that leads you. Your inner knowing, your, your wisdom will guide you to the correct practice for you, the correct modality of that energetic work. So trusting that I get this sense of you building that muscle and trusting your internal guidance more. And that might be something like Qigong or some kind of form. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it could be anything, right? It could be following down a rabbit hole of meditations on YouTube that are about energetic mm. maintenance and awareness and hygiene right? Those are all words that tend to go with that. It could be randomly running into someone and asking, what are you up to? And they're like, oh my gosh, I found this amazing person I work with. Like it can be anything, but just really setting an intention to be open to what your soul wants next for that. Awesome. Yeah. Energetic maintenance and hygiene. That feels really helpful. Yeah. How much work have you done with that little child inside you that lived through those scary experiences? I've done a fair amount. I've done 
a 12-step program for adult children of alcoholic parents, which was really helpful for me. I've done some work in plant medicine ceremonies. But yeah, I do think that there's probably more work to be done with that inner child. Yeah. The energy around those feels more grown up. Mm. And what I'm sensing in you is a more childlike nurturing. Mm. Do you have kids or pets or? I don't know. I just have, I have access to pets and kids though, through family. So you know that what I'm talking about with that, just that nurturing, that unconditional love that we just shine on our kids and our pets. Mm. That's what your little child wants. He wants you to be his parent that he didn't have. Yeah, that resonates. Yeah. So there's a journey for you there that is so rewarding. And one that you've created and set up by these larger choices that you're making. Mm. I always find that once we're ready, the thing presents itself that's next. Mm. Where do you want to go from here with that? I think from a more practical standpoint, I'm wondering if there's any guidance you could tap into around structure versus freedom. Like, would it be serving me to start planning my week, even though I'm experimenting with this spaciousness? Like any thoughts on that? So the first thing I hear when you say that is it's a joke. It says, how do you make God laugh? And the answer or the punchline is you create a plan. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> and what I, what I get with that is, is this playfulness. So if you are going to create some structure in your life, because structure, I believe, is important. It is the divine masculine, right? Holds the structure mm -hmm. so that the sacred feminine can flow inside of it. Mm -hmm. And they, they are both part of the equation, part of the bigger picture. And if we have too much fluidity without some structure, there's less form to what's happening. So it is really beneficial to have some form to operate inside of. Mm -hmm. That being said, I think our modern culture has taken that structure and really just, I don't know, taken all the fun out of it. And it's very, very rigid. So there is a place for you to renegotiate your relationship with the structure that is currently in your life. Sweet. And to not entirely throw it all out, rather schedule the things first that bring you the most joy. Hmm. And if that is time with friends or the new Qigong class or running or painting, that's the, those are the first things that go on your calendar. Hmm. You prioritize that joy, that spaciousness, because those things create within the feminine. So you're, you're bringing in the structure, but you're allowing the flow to happen inside. You're going to be so much more inspired while you're painting than you are doing your taxes. Mm -hmm. I see you as creating a calendar that's really based on the things you're showing me this 
big fertile garden. So the things that grow you, they grow your soul, they grow your essence, they grow the love and joy inside you. And as you do that, it will become apparent to you the other steps that want to be taken as opposed to forcing yourself to put things on your calendar that you think you should do. What's coming up for you with that? Yeah, no, it's a, that's an exciting invitation. Playfulness is one of my superpowers. So it's definitely something I can tap into with this. I'm seeing like I'd recently rescued this like giant whiteboard from being tossed. And so I'm seeing like this possibility of putting a lot of things on there that are both things that feel aligned with my, my growing my business, but, but stuff that lights me up, you know, like creating new content or doing something inspiring around that. Um, and mix with it, you know, these things that are more about feeding my soul um, and just kind of having like a, a lot of them there available for me to then pick and choose from as I'm finding where I want to choose to spend my time and energy in this, you know, broader breadth of spaciousness. Yeah, I love that image. What is being added to that image for you is you standing in front of that board with your your little boy mm. and you get him to choose <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and he, he gets to pick that's sweet mm -hmm. and also with spirit with divine guidance like you can even add in this practice the way they're showing it is stand in front of that board with him and ask spirit to highlight something for you and however that happens for you, right? The color might become neon or it might start flashing or gets a border around it. You will, your intuition will show you something specific on that board that you maybe didn't notice before if you give it the time and space for that process to come in. So you're choosing from your higher self yes. as opposed to the part of you that's been conditioned to do this thing. Yes, I love that. And listening to my heart, really tapping into my heart with that those choices too. Yeah. It's like, so it's like I allow my inner child, my heart, and spirit to pick. Yeah. <laughs> all, of, all of those are me. All of those right. Are me. <laughs> <laughs> those are all the truth of you outside of all your conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And devotion changes everything. So the days when you feel, right, because this, this is going to be a little spicy for you sometimes, <laughs> that, that conditioned part of you is going to want to tell you, oh, no, you cannot do that. You need to go and do that because that's responsible. That's the thing we said we do. And you're going to bump up against this. It's just what we do, right? It's, it's not you. In the sense, it's like how we all function when we push up against the new places that we're creating inside ourselves. Yeah. And what they're saying will be really helpful in those moments is that you do everything in, devo in devotion to your bigger purpose, to your bigger why. Mm -hmm. So if that is, I'm really tired today and I need to take a nap and 
that part of you is giving you a hard time because you're not allowed to nap on this schedule. Come on. You take that nap in devotion to the new content you're going to create tomorrow. Or you create the content in devotion to the dream. Mm. You create the content in devotion to the little kid inside you. Like you bring in that element, right? That adds cyclical time. You step outside of linear time and space in those moments and your whole body remembers that everything is really now when you come to that place of devotion. So the human part that wants to tell you you're wasting time, it expands that part. Yeah, beautiful. What else would you like to look at? Yeah, this might be too much of a sidetrack. So I, I also can feel complete, but there's a, a new romantic interest. And so now there's like more space, which is great. And I'm excited to spend time with the romantic interest and wanting to be conscientious of how that might come into play with all that we're talking about already that the, you know, maintenance and hygiene of my energy and wanting to be mindful of how I navigate that as well. So what they're saying is choose joy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to the voice that wants to put all these parameters and rules around what it is to love and what it is to feel excitement and that, that beautiful feeling that comes with new romance. Like that is potent and it's not a coincidence. <laughs> it's actually significant that these are happening at the same time because there's an energy that's available to you in this moment, in this, this space of what's happening that is new and different. And that energy can be used to really flourish and grow this even more for you. What, what's happening with your business, with this part, with your inner child, with choosing more joy, it's all interconnected. So choose it. Don't limit yourself. And it will give you even more opportunity to practice the energetic maintenance because you're going to come into these interactions. Your energy is going to be very like exciting and just feel good. And then as you part, there's a beautiful opportunity there for you to really practice with a very heightened state of, wow, that was a lot of energy that I gave. Let me really practice pulling this back, calling this back, setting my base, realigning my nervous system, all of those things. It's, it's like it's giving you a broader range to play inside of so that you can feel it more and understand it more because you're in your, we learn in duality, right? And contrast, and you're going to be given this really big contrast to play inside of. Groovy. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Feels really exciting. Yeah. I like that a lot. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So what are you taking away from our call today? Mm, a lot. Yeah. An invitation to, follow that curiosity around energetic hygiene and maintenance an invitation to frame where I choose to spend my time with devotion, devotion to my purpose, my Dharma, my 
expansion and really bringing that into the framework of, of all that I do an invitation to reconnect with my inner child and heal and, and nurture that relationship, that part of me. And then to also find the value of that relationship. So bringing that inner child into my practices, bringing that inner child into my decision-making and, you know, this, this uh, piece around being playful with how I'm using my time and allowing the guidance of my heart, my inner child and spirit to help inform how I'm um, making those choices. And then, and then choosing joy as just a general theme. And especially as that relates to this uh, new romantic interest to, to not feel guilty or feel like I need to calculate or, or be super uh, boundary led around that, but to just follow my heart and follow joy and, and, and see how that is also serving me in being in this new space and in the opportunity to do this energetic maintenance and uh, hygiene work. Yeah. Lots of stuff. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, as you're reflecting that back, I'm just like drinking it all in for you. It's so good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Mm, well, thank you, Will. Thank you for being here today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. To learn more about connecting with your dreams and your intuition so that you can create a life full of possibilities, visit me at www.sarahnoble.com and see how we can create magic together. A big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place for us all.